In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. The last time we had a Eucharistic procession was on Maundy Thursday, but it was nothing like what we will participate in tonight. Two different days, two different processions, two different aspects of the mystery of the Eucharist we celebrate. On Holy Thursday, we accompany Jesus on his own exodus from the upper room where he instituted the sacraments of the Eucharist and priesthood to the Mount of Olives. In that exodus event, we keep watch with our Lord in the night because we don't want to abandon him to the night of this world, to the night of betrayal, to the night of indifference of so many people. Under the cover of darkness, far into the night, we process inside the church in darkness to make reparation for those who, in the night of their unbelief and in the darkness of sin, leave Jesus alone. Just as Passover is celebrated in the intimacy of the family home for the children of the Hebrews, the children of the new Israel, we commemorate the definitive Passover, the Paschal mystery in the upper room that is our churches. As our Lord goes forth from that upper room after the Last Supper, he hands himself over to his own betrayer, the destroyer, and in doing so, overcomes the night. He overcomes the darkness of evil. As he crosses over from the threshold from life to death and to life again, he becomes living bread, manna from heaven that doesn't last for just one day. He becomes food for our journey to eternity. His flesh given for the life of the world becomes the bread of life. Our solemn procession on Maundy Thursday under the cover of darkness falls under the shadow of the cross, but contains within the germ of something wonderful and amazing that's coming. And that marvel, that for which we wait for so long, comes today. Another solemn procession, this time outside of the church in the joy of the resurrection. The Lord is risen and leads us up out of the upper room into the world, our mission field, to that world newly charged with the grandeur of God to this old world sick with sin that gets a second chance where it is made new and restored to healthiness and holiness. On Corpus Christi, we accompany 
Jesus again. On Holy Thursday, we had accompanied Him in His solitude on the way of the cross, but tonight we accompany Him in obedience to His words, I go before you always. Go forth and teach all nations. We walk with the risen one on this journey to the whole world. The strength of the sacrament of the Eucharist goes above and beyond the walls of our churches. Now, in Catholic cultures, this procession is done during the day on a holy day which is free from work and free for festivity. We don't live in such a culture yet. We all got to do something about that. We do not parade the Holy One through the streets of Taylor's. Maybe one day, but not today. But that doesn't keep us from seeing the route we trace with our feet as symbolic of the boundaries of those territories we ask Jesus to bless as He goes along His way. Our homes, our families, our marriages, our vocations. We ask Him to bless those places of rest and relaxation, everything in our daily life. Jesus Christ, risen from the dead, is blessing for the whole world. And whether we take him just outside around our church or outside around the entire zip code, we ask him to bless everything that is within our hearts. We ask him to shower down his mercy on the whole world. As we process tonight, let us go forth with joy to walk with Jesus because we have known him in the breaking of the bread.